Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis created Retire Colorado as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. This is Retire Colorado. Well, it's 2024, your retirement year. Today, we have your retirement forecast for this year. And we want to help you understand the key factors that you might want to consider before you enter this next phase of your life. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Retire Colorado. Along with Alicia and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime. The phone number 970-446-1234. Remember, they can't help unless you reach out. The phone number again, 970-446-1234. We say good morning to Alicia and Josh. Well, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you guys. Financial analysts say persistent inflation and the possibility of living a long time in retirement are two of the big factors uh, to consider for people who are retiring, well, really any time, but obviously this year. When you guys sit down and talk with a prospective client, especially when they've come in over the last 18 months, because let's face it, for a decade, we forgot about inflation. <laughs> we were we were a little short-brained on that one. Um how are you addressing this with people? Because inflation is one of those things you do have to prepare for in a retirement income plan. Well, and I think everybody is feeling it right now too, aren't they? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's top of mind because it's top of wallet as well. And so it's an easier conversation than it has been in the past 10 years because we've been talking about this for over 10 years saying this isn't, you know, this is going to hit and it's probably going to hit pretty hard when it does. So it is part of the planning process. Uh, but what we like to do is actually show the numbers. And that's where I think the rubber meets the road, so to speak, because when we're saying, okay, here's how inflation is affecting your retirement, not only today and you're feeling it today, but look at the impact that it has over the next 20, 30 years or all the way through retirement. And I think that that's where people are like, okay, this, this does make sense. How do we tackle that? And Josh, let's face it, the business world loves when things start ramping up because they get the consumer used to paying a higher cost. And while they may have reduced the size of a package or a product, uh, you know, by an ounce or a two, but they get you used to paying that normal cost. They're not going to ramp back up and start making a bigger package. No, they're, they may reduce the cost a few pennies here or there, but again, they're not dumb. They want to see those profit margins continue to grow. When we're thinking about retirement and saving enough, how do we stay ahead of inflation? I know this is one of those things you love to drill into with folks. Yeah, and honestly, this comes down to the forward projections of those numbers, right? If you need $4,000 a month to meet your living expense, what does that look like in 20 years? Well, in 20 years, that looks a lot more like $8,000. So really, we try to assign these numerical values of looking at, hey, this is what you need for your monthly nut now. But over this period of time, say, you know, 20 to 30 years, average retirement somewhere in the neighborhood of 30, 35 years, um, you start looking at that in a pragmatic fashion and say, OK, if, if you're not internally adjusting your expenses, 
there's, you know, a reasonable likelihood that you may be spending, you know, $12,000 a month, you know, by the time you get closer to, you know, the end of retirement. So I, I think it's just really important to have those kind of pragmatic conversations with people and look at it in a numerical value rather than saying, well, the average inflation rate has been, and I love those numbers and I love the statistics, but I don't think that resonates with people. So that's why we want to take really more of that approach that I think is going to resonate with everyone across the board. All right, I'm going to throw out a name and the listening audience will get this because they probably watched it in their youth, uh, either in junior high or high school, Milton Friedman videos <laughs> that used to be presented to us all uh, in economics class. Uh, it, that's not what you're getting when you're coming in to sit down with Alicia, Josh, and the team at Lehman Lewis. They're going to talk to you in layman's terms. 970-446-1234 is the phone number. Alicia, let's talk about the, those conversations with folks because finding that balance between preservation and growth is key. And, you know, again, I understand why people over the last, let's say, 18 months come in with a very conservative approach in their mind but you do have to have some growth in a retirement income plan, so they have to let up a little bit. It's it, it Kind of that psychology of money gets in your brain. Absolutely. And, you know, that is one thing that we see a lot. It's kind of one extreme to the next, where sometimes we see people who have just an extremely risky portfolio, and they're okay with that. Um but when we show them, hey, here's here's what happens if something, or should I say when something happens in the market, can you afford to take that kind of risk? But then on the flip side, people coming in with all this bank money, and it's like, you know, I understand where it's you're nervous and you want that safety and but hey, you're you're safely losing right now because you're not even keeping up with inflation. So where is that balance? And I think that that's where the key is not only diversification. So yes, we can talk diversification all day long, but the key is going to be, what is it that you need in, in income for retirement? And how can we balance that out to where you're getting some guaranteed income, but you're also making your money work for you while you're not working? So there, there is that planning process, and that's what we do in here. And I think a lot of times people are just used to working with you know, financial advisors that just talk about investments, right? Here's where you should be invested in the market. And yes, while, while investing is going to be a key component to your retirement plan, so is income generation. That's, that's the number one thing. And how are we going to make sure that that income generation is going to be there keeping up with inflation and guaranteed to never run out? And I think that's where people get scared. They're saying, oh man, I'm just, I'm nervous. I don't want to ever run out of money. So I'm just going to put it all in safety or, Hey, I'm nervous of running out of money. So I'm going to put it all in growth. No, there's a balance there. So that's where we as a team of advisors come together and sit down with you and say, okay, here's what you're trying to accomplish. Here's where we believe that you need to have that safety and preservation and guaranteed income. And here's how much we believe that you can have at risk in, in the market and whatnot. But there's a lot of other things that come in play there as well. You know, there's taxes, there's healthcare, there's, um, you know, of course, inflation and, you know, all of these things are working together. So that's why we really focus on putting together a plan 
for you and with you that incorporate all of those things, the investment plan, income, taxes, healthcare, uh, and then whatever's left over, how do you want that to be passed on to your heirs? And I think a lot of times people don't have that full-blown, comprehensive, customized strategy that is designed just for them. A lot of times they've just been put into a box and they have this kind of cookie cutter investment portfolio strategy. And that's that's not a retirement plan. Mm. Folks, how important is longevity? Well, in in the book that Josh and Alicia penned, Peace Out, Retire Into Your Go-Go Years, longevity is chapter one, and it's also the longest chapter in the book. It's it's right at 20 pages. Now, this book uh, is packed with great information. It's a little over 120 pages, something that's that you want to get your hands on, especially as you're starting this new year. You and your maybe retirement is this year, or it's in the next two to three to five years. You can get your very own retirement toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis right now by texting the word "kit" K I T to nine seven zero four four six one two three four. You're going to get digital access to the book and some great guides on Social Security. There's a checklist challenge and so much more. To get your very own Retire Colorado Toolkit, text KIT to 970-446-1234. With Alicia and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is Retire Colorado. And Josh, the latest reports indicate that the Social Security Trust Fund, if you will, uh, could fall short this year without action by Congress. Now, it's also an election year. Uh, so craziness is going to be abounding this year. What are the options being considered uh, for the full retirement age right now? Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. Like you said, in a, in a you know election year, really, this is going to become something that you're going to hear a lot about. So kind of the political cannon fodder, if you will. Brace yourself. Right, <laughs> exactly. So when you start kind of looking at Social Security, obviously, depending on what year you're born, you have a full retirement age. So some folks, you know, it's 66. Some of us at 66 in two months, four months, on and on goes up to 67 and then you can defer it all the way up until age 70. So when you kind of look back at this uh, historically, if you will, so last time Congress made a change was in 1983 and that's when the full retirement age was actually raised to age 67. So if you're born after 1960, um, your full retirement age is going to be 67. So really, I think what we're going to start looking at are kind of these increased tiers, sort of like what they did with uh, required minimum distribution ages, courtesy of the SECURE Act. So um, I think, you know, a current proposal right now, something we've seen it be the idea of raising that full retirement age to 69, but they would phase that in over an eight year period starting in 2026. So really what I think, you know, the trust fund is going to do, and really a lot of this is kind of just based on actuarial math and looking at kind of longevity and statistical analysis based on how long people were living over this period of time. And sort of what happened is, you know, medical advancements sort of outpaced that and we were dramatically living longer, but we weren't seeing these adjustments with, you know, what they call entitlement programs like Social Security, Medicare. So essentially what happened is we started depleting that money sooner because people were living longer. If you look back historically, like when Social Security was first started under the Great New Deal, um, really full retirement age, I believe, was 62. And if you look at the average life expectancy of an American, it was right around age 62. So 
they were sort of expecting people to not really be, you know, on the dole of this benefit for 20, 30 years. So that's why I think we're going to start seeing that get phased out longer saying, okay, now because you're living longer, you're working longer, we're going to defer out these benefits for a longer period of time. So A, we don't have to pay you for as long of a period, but B, we're also allowing more time for that, you know, money to accrue inside of that trust so we can pay out those benefits. So um, again, a, a lot of things are going to go into that, but, uh, you know, social security trust fund has been sort of like this, you know, big cookie jar for the government to say, oh, we're short on X, Y, and Z. We're just going to borrow this money. So I think, you know, we're stuck with this cookie jar with a whole lot of IOUs in it. And now we're looking at kind of this longer run of having to use that money. So now we're going to see, you're going to have to wait longer to access those funds. And Alicia, in this last minute of this segment, just being uncertain is one of those things that people do feel. And that's why they really need to just come in and sit down. And it's going to take a couple of visits, but have that conversation. Absolutely. And I think, you know, now is just such an incredible time. If you have not gotten a plan yet or sat with somebody who really focuses on retirement planning, now is the time to do it because there is a lot of things going on between social security, like Josh was just talking about, but also inflation, uh, taxes are going up in 2026. You know, there's a lot of volatility right now. And so now is the time more than ever, uh, you know, anytime is the time really, but now is the time more than ever to come sit down and talk with our team of advisors, because this is what we really focus and hone in on is that retirement planning, making sure that you have an investment plan, income plan, tax plan, healthcare plan, and legacy plan. But it's all around what is it that you want your dream retirement to look like? All of that is planned around your lifestyle. Put the team at Lehman Lewis to work for you. 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. More Retire Colorado after this. Are you making any mistakes with your retirement plan? Alicia and Josh will show you some of the most common mistakes made in retirement and how you can potentially avoid them. Learn about these mistakes and much more in their upcoming dinner seminar. Sign up today by calling 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Layman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement in it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet, as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, social security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text KIT to 970-519-2212. That's KIT to 970-519-2212. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Layman Lewis Financial Group now by texting KIT to 970-519-2212. That's KIT to 970-519-2212. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. Have you ever done something and then thought, well, that was a giant waste of money? You might have that same thought in retirement if you don't plan for taxes. Call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group to make sure you aren't giving more to Uncle Sam than you have to. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Well, there's no way to truly prepare 
for something as devastating as the death of a spouse. It's important to realize that you probably will not be capable of making solid financial decisions when you're in a state of grief. And that's why we're going to take some time today here on Retire Colorado and talk about some of the steps you should take if this happens to you and how you can make sure that your spouse and and you are currently on the same page, especially as it pertains to your finances. Uh, Alicia, I mean, this is, again, not a fun subject, but it is one that does need to be dealt with uh, because I think you know, again, in a retirement income plan, we always talk about you You plan for income, investment, taxes, health care, long-term care, legacy planning, um, and all of that when you're talking about a husband and a wife, or you have to plan for all of those things, and one spouse leaving this earth prior to the other one, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. And so sticking your head in the sand is not a solution. Absolutely. And this is a hard conversation to have, but it's just, it's life. It's a part of life. And, um, you know, that's why we do, uh, really show people actually the numbers of, okay, here's what happens if Mr. Dies first and what is that income gap? And here's what happens if Mrs. Dies first and here's the income gap. And, you know, because there's, there is going to be the income gap from the, you know, just as simple as the social security piece, right? You're going to lose the lower of the two social security, but also, uh, you know, your taxes are going to go up because you're going to be single filing single. And so taxes are higher, unfortunately. And so that's where we kind of look at, is there an income gap and what are some of the risks there? And we plan for that ahead of time. And it is a hard conversation. I mean, it is one of those that people don't like to have. It's it's not hard for us because we do this every day, um, but it is it is one of those. Uh, I can't tell you how many times that they say, "Well, I, you know, I'm I'm not going to worry about that because I'm going to die first. <laughs> it's usually <laughs> it's usually the woman that says that. Well, I'm going to die first, so I'm not going to worry about that. But really, statistically, men typically die before women do. And so really planning for that ahead of time is going to set everybody up for success. So when we talk about legacy in here, it's not just about the legacy piece of, you know, where do you want your your, uh, assets and your legacy and how do you want this to be passed on, you know, after both of you are gone? It is the legacy piece of how can we plan now uh, for for when – the first one goes and the other one is still here. So and and my guess is that when this happens and you've had clients that have gone through this, they are so glad they got that conversation taken care of before that happened. Oh man. It, yes. And, and it's helpful for us too, because of the fact that we can actually tell the people, Hey, remember we've talked about this. Um, you're going to be okay. Take, take some time to grieve and, and focus on that because you know, financially you're going to be okay. Now just take a second, take a breath. And it does relieve that pressure from them to have that extra stress because there are times that we've met with, um, widows or widowers that have come in that don't have that plan and they've come in and they're like, you know, just meeting us for the first time saying, I lost my spouse and I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. And you can see 
man, if, if they would have had that plan ahead of time, this burden wouldn't have been so heavy. And yes, it's still a burden when you lose a spouse, but no, it doesn't have to be a burden on top of a burden on top of a burden, mm. right? And you know, not only that, but what we're able to do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is, is help take that burden off, not, not only ahead of time, but even for our clients who uh, have planned for it and and we can say, okay, here's a list of things that we're going to do for you. We're going to take care of. Here's a list of things that you're going to need to do in the days and months ahead. Uh, so again, we're working as a team uh, for people and with people and helping to relieve some of the stressors after you know one passes away. Mm-hmm. Nine, seven, zero. Four four six one two three four. the number to reach out to Alicia, Josh, and the team at Lehman Lewis and start the conversation. It, it, again, it's not going to be all around this subject, folks. It's going to be about, again, the income, the investments, the taxes, the health care, the long-term care, the legacy planning. It's all of it. Comprehensive in retirement income planning, 970-446-1234. Now, Josh, Alicia mentioned this stat. The World Health Organization says women do tend to live about six to eight years longer than men. Uh, and it means not every time, but wives, statistically speaking, are going to outlive their husbands. How do you help couples understand the reality of this when you first sit down and start talking about their financial planning? I think there is somewhat of common knowledge, you know, that most men recognize, you know, that statistically their wives are going to outlive them. So a lot of times, you know, these guys are coming in saying, okay, I want to look at all of these things. But really what I'm looking for in addition to all of the financial planning is this relationship that my wife will have. So there's continuity with the financial plan when I pass away. So I think some people are, you know, really thinking about that in a, you know, a logical sort of sense. But I think it's also important that we help sort of paint that picture for people as well. So when we start talking about, hey, you know, a lot of times men men like to marry younger women too, right? So that also increases that gap a little bit more as well. So when we're looking at some of those age differences, that's when we want to look at, you know, kind of these ideas of saying, hey, average life expectancy for somebody your age, you know, is maybe 85 to 87. So then we look at what if your wife lives, you know, 10, 12 years beyond that? What does that look like from a tax planning standpoint? What does that look like from a loss of income? You know, is there life insurance that's going to cover that gap? So we really want to kind of hone in on all of those things and really kind of unpack each little detail so that we're able to kind of make some decisions around that so that, you know, like what you and Alicia were talking about a moment ago is so that there aren't all of these sort of unknowns when someone passes away, right? We don't know when that's going to happen, but we know it is going to happen. And so we want to have those contingencies in place so that we're able to, you know, have a semblance of a plan and really address the things as they come. Well, and even, you know, I think we have a lot of self-directing clients that never really would have considered having a, a financial advisor or um, a retirement planner for their situation until we started talking through some of the stuff. You know, we had a, a self-director in, uh, what, two weeks ago, and he he came in, him and his wife, and he was like, I'm fine. I just, you know, I just want to get this second opinion, any tips that you might think of how we can better the situation. And, you know, my wife is tagging along. She doesn't really 
get into this. And she's over there kind of rolling her eyes. Like I, <laughs> he's a self-director. I, this is his deal. So we start going through asking, you know, really getting to know them, asking a bunch of questions. And uh, the second visit, we sat down with them and educated on, okay, here's how you're invested. No big surprise to him. Her eyes were really big, like what in the world? I had no idea how, you know, how this was all coming together. And we, we showed them in our system, here's your numbers. Well, she was just so intrigued and was like, I really do want to be a, a more of a part of this. He was eight years older than her. And she was like, you know, what happens if you pass away? And they kind of got in this discussion in front of us, like what happens? You know, I, I wouldn't know what to do. And, and I, I'm nervous about that and I need to feel good about this, you know? And so long story short, they ended up coming on board with us and, um, you know, he's still into self-directing, you know, a portion of his portfolio. But the bottom line is, you know, the relationship piece. And that's really what he came in and said, at the end of the day, I need my wife to have a relationship with somebody because chances are I will probably die before she does. And I don't want to leave her in the dark. And so there is something to be said about that. It is really important because, you know, a lot of times people wouldn't even know where to start. And so having a relationship with, uh, you know, a group with a retirement planner is going to be uh, really key to the success, I believe. Mm. Folks, it's why Alicia and Josh do this radio show. It's why they wrote their book, Peace Out, Retire Into Your Go-Go Years. It's why they do lunch and learns and dinner seminars. They want to educate right here in northern Colorado and metro Denver uh, to help you get into and through retirement. Again, they can't help you, though, unless you reach out. And it's simple as a phone call, 970-446-1234. You heard Alicia just say, someone that was self-directing that really felt they had their P's and Q's put together, but the wife needed someone after that spouse passes uh, to have someone that they can rely on to help them through this. If that sounds like you and you're doing the same thing, reach out today and just have a conversation. 970-446-1234. Now, Josh, earlier, Alicia mentioned some things that we need to do. And there there are things that you guys do to take uh, some of that angst off their plate because you've done the planning up front. But let's talk about um, there are some things that do need to be taken care of immediately. How do you help people do that? And then also, Alicia mentioned slowing down and making sure you're not making you know, wild emotional decisions. So how do, how do you help people through that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's kind of a checklist of things you want to really look at, you know, obviously you want to call some certain people. The IRS would be one of those folks. Um, you definitely want to get those death certificates. Um, something we always advise people to do is spend the extra money, get a couple extra copies of the death certificates. A lot of times some places require originals, So it's always good to have more than one, I think. Um, Five to 10. Really? Yeah, we've we've just seen that kind of become an issue of someone being like, well, I only have one original. Well, get some more because it, it makes everything go a lot smoother and easier. So um, and you want to get those death certificates and send them off to any financial institutions where you might have investments, credit agencies, banks, the IRS. And this is something you want to do as soon as possible. Um, typically, the funeral home that you might be working with, they're likely going to help you apply for the death certificate as well. They can a lot of times, too. I know they'll help facilitate sending that out to some of those places. 
Um, so you really don't want to have any lag time with those financial institutions, any government agencies. You want all of them to have their files updated pretty quickly just because there is kind of this window of time that allows, you know, nefarious characters to, you know, do some things with the identity of those who might have passed. So time is of the essence on that. Where we recognize, um, you know, a lot of things are going to change. We also recommend that people, you know, take some time on don't make any big financial decisions. You know, it's not a good time to move. It's not a good time to buy a new house. Um, there's obviously some rules of thumb that go with that. Some financial professionals say, you know, the period right after the death of your spouse should be decision free. And we say, you know, for a period of upwards of six months to even a year, really, before you're making any big changes there. So we say only address critical financial triage. So what that means is if there's something immediate that needs to be addressed, we're going to address that. But a lot of the other things, if we don't have to make a decision about it, we don't want to make, you know, a significant major decision, you know, unless we absolutely need to. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely something we walk through that process with our families. You know, we're holding your hand throughout it and we're going to, you know, kind of be your sounding board along the way too of saying, Hey, we feel like this is a priority. Here's why we feel like this can wait and here's why and, and really kind of help people be more comfortable with the process. Well, and it's good too, because we're able to say, you know, for families that we work with, hey, here's the amount of accounts that you have. Uh, here's what we need to do in order to get those accounts in your name and, you know, change the beneficiaries and all of those things. We will do that for you. Drop off some of the death certificates. Um, we'll get some signatures on the forms that we need signatures on and then just take that off their plate. Again, this is a partnership here. So we want to make sure that we are relieving them from any extra, right? And so, but I think a lot of people don't have that type of relationship with their advisor, uh, or maybe they don't have an advisor. And so they're just kind of starting from scratch saying, what's the first step? Hmm. 970-446-1234, the phone number to reach out to Alicia Josh and the Lehman Lewis team. 970-446-1234. More Retire Colorado after this. If this is the year you finally resolve to get your finances in order, Josh and Alicia can help. Give them a call today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Peace out. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. And no, I'm not going anywhere, but that's the title of Josh and Alicia Lewis's new book, Peace Out, Retire Into Your Go-Go Years. It's a quick and easy read. It contains a ton of helpful information. And it, Josh and Alicia break down how the retirement planning process, the peace process, can help you get the most out of your retirement. Whether your dream is sitting on the porch and watching the sunset or climbing all the 14ers, this book serves as the financial guide for your next phase of life. To get your free copy of Josh and Alicia Lewis's book, text book to 970-446-1234. That's book to 970-446-1234. Whether you're five years away from telling your boss peace out or you're ready to do it now, this book will help you take control of your go-go years. Text book to 970-446-1234. Peace out. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services are made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Peace process is Lehman Lewis's process name. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principle. Retirement planning can be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Josh and Alicia can help you simplify it with their Retire Colorado Toolkit. In it, you'll find a copy of their new book, Peace Out, Retire Into Your Go-Go Years, as well as other information on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. 
To get your toolkit, text KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is Retire Colorado with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Today we're discussing what to do with your finances after a spouse passes. Not an easy subject to think about or talk about, but one that you need to talk about when you're in that retirement phase of life. Reach out to Alicia Josh and the team, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. It's certainly unlikely that both spouses pass at the same time. And helping ensure that you're prepared for this is really, really key. You know, Alicia, you know, I know it's one of those things that the surviving spouse wants to know, hey, am I going to be okay? Do I have enough to get through the rest of my life? And that's the discussion that you guys really sit down from the get-go and are talking about, because it's one of the key decisions we have to make. A, do I have enough and is it going to last? And then the third component is, is my partner, my spouse going to be okay if I pass away? Yeah, absolutely. This is not a a conversation to have when you're in your 70s or 80s. This is a conversation to have when you are doing your retirement planning. And so while sometimes I think people are like, do we have to talk about this? (laughs) You know, we're in our early 60s. This is fine. It's fine. You know, Alicia, calm down. But really, when every decision that we're making is also forward thinking, right? So when people say, oh, when, when should we start Social Security? That's not an easy answer. That is where we're digging in saying, okay, based on, you know, taxes and what other income you have and all these other things. But then we're also saying, and what happens when so-and-so passes away? So we're looking at how is that going to affect, you know, the income and all of that. So it is a part of the retirement planning from the very get-go. And, you know, there are times where we look at that and we say, gosh, this person is going to be in some serious trouble if, um, you know, and I'll give you an example. We had uh, uh, somebody come in and had already started their pension, blessed enough to have an incredible pension. Unfortunately, did not get any uh, counsel or advice when they were pulling the trigger on that pension and did not get a survivor benefit. And uh, what that did was really put them in a situation that if, he passes away first, his wife was going to be in some serious, uh, just a serious problem because losing all of that uh, pension money. And that was the majority of their income. And so what we looked at there was, okay, how can we structure this to where, you know, moving forward between now and he, the time that if he dies first, she's going to be okay. And life insurance was one of those things. You know, so there is a lot of planning where, hey, if we started that conversation when he's 70 or 75, life insurance might not be an option. So we want to make sure that we are always taking all of those things into consideration and planning ahead and making, you know, making these decisions ahead of time. Boy, think about, I'm sure that was an uncomfortable discussion for them, but the fact that you had it prior to him passing all the better so that you could prepare for it. Because if that had happened after he passed, then, I mean, that's a real scramble. So folks, don't delay the conversation. We understand it's not the 
most fun and it may make you a little uncomfortable, but doesn't an hour or two of uncomfortability make it better down the road than the discussion is in the open? It's written down. We know where you're headed. Reach out to Alicia Josh and the team, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. Josh, let's talk about the uh, income situation and, and how it changes. Because when you go from a married filing jointly to one spouse passing, now you're filing a single tax return. Pensions can be affected. Social security is definitely affected. How do you have this discussion? Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, I like to do it without a frog in my throat, first of all. But um, <laughs> my whole Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> right. Yep. It ain't easy being green. Uh, so if you're getting Social Security, a lot of times both spouses get Social Security, right? Husband, wife, you guys each have your earnings record. You guys each file on your own primary insurance amount, PIA. So essentially what happens is one spouse passes away, one of those benefits checks is going to go away also, but the amount you receive could very well change. So you can collect hundred percent of the benefit of your deceased spouse. If you were married for at least nine months at the time of their death. So in other words, if you, let's say you didn't have a social security benefit, but your spouse did, and then they pass away, you've been married, you know, nine months and one day at the time of their demise, you're going to be able to collect that as a survivor benefit. Let's say your spouse started benefits early, your survivor benefits are going to be based on that reduced amount because your filing date determines how much you're going to receive for Social Security. Um, but let's say you were the higher income earner between you and your spouse. If your benefit's going to be higher than your spouse who passed away, you get to claim your own. So essentially what happens is the larger of the two benefits is going to remain for the surviving spouse. But of course, your tax bracket is going to change. Also, you're going to you know, go from married filing jointly, typically, um, to single filing single. So you're going to have you know, some different income thresholds that go with that. So you're also going to want to look at it in relationship to your taxes as well. So this also comes into play kind of with those pensions that you and Alicia just talked about. Obviously, every pension, it's going to have a little bit different rules about what happens when a spouse passes. So you really want to hone in on some of that paperwork and look at all your different options, which is what Alicia talked about. You know, a lot of them are going to have some different variables of, you know, a 50% survivor, a 75% survivor, 100% with all, you know, different amounts that go with that. So obviously a pension could be a huge determination. Most folks who have a pension, they might not, you know, have a lot of other income sources. So you really, you know, to put it as eloquently as possible, you don't want to screw that up because it's a really big deal. So if you are looking at getting those higher income options, you might need to use something like a life insurance type vehicle to help offset any big losses that might come with that. So again, you want to make sure all those things are working, you know, in continuity with one another. But Josh, like like Alicia mentioned moments ago, you want to make those decisions before you trigger that pension. I mean, in the in the scenario that 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 came into you all, uh, I mean, the pension had already been triggered. So going backwards was really not available. Right. Yeah. These determinations need to be made beforehand, right? Because the pension company, again, it's it's very similar to Social Security, right? They're working off all of these actuarial tables of looking at, you know, we're going to be able to pay this person X amount. But then if they're looking at guaranteeing X amount over, you know, two lifetimes, that's going to have a different valuation over that period of time. So really, you got to make the right decision before you make the decision, because once you ink that paper, right, that's water under the bridge. So 
you know, there are no take backs or do overs when it comes to a lot of those elections. So absolutely have those conversations, you know, and sometimes it's not just a one and done, you know, it might be something where you want to revisit it a little bit. If you have some time to make that decision, take some time to really think it over and then sit down with somebody like Lehman Lewis Financial Group who can run the numbers and then look at it in a more objective fashion and say, here's why you should take, you know, the 50% survivor benefit. Here's why, here's how it works out, you know, or whatever the other option might be. We want to quantify that with some real data. Sure. 970-446-1234 is the number here in Northern Colorado and Metro Denver. Uh, Alicia and Josh penned a book. It's called Peace Out, Retire into Your Go-Go Years. Chapter 8 is on estate and legacy planning. Uh, They're going to give you some great guides along with their book, Peace Out, Retire into Your Go-Go Years, for immediate digital access right now. Text KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234. Text KIT to 970-446-1234. Alicia, Josh mentioned life insurance, and I know some people kind of roll their eyes or are thinking, ah, you know, it's a use it or lose it type thing. And life insurance 30 years ago when I started working and took on a policy is way different now. Uh, and, And so how do you talk about life insurance and how it can be a true benefit, especially when it comes to this legacy component of a surviving spouse? Yeah, there's a lot of different life insurance. And that's that's the thing. I think many people, when they think of life insurance, they think, oh, well, I don't have a mortgage anymore and I don't have kids at home. And and you know, if we die, we don't, you know, we don't need somebody to come nanny the kids type of thing. <laughs> and uh, so we don't need life insurance. And I can't tell you how many people that's really how they view life insurance is it's just a death benefit for the what if. But life insurance has really morphed into an amazing tool. So there's, of course, different types of life insurance where it's, it is just the death benefit. And sometimes that is where you're just saying, I want the smallest amount of premium for the largest amount of death benefit. That's a term policy usually, or a permanent policy. And, you know, you just, it's really only a death benefit. And we use that sometimes. Sometimes we use life insurance where it can be more of like an investment, like an asset class. And that's where, hey, there's some benefits that are the living benefits that you still have access to that money. I'm sure you've probably heard this all over the place. Be your own bank. Yeah, that's life insurance. And so it can be a living benefit, but also if you don't use some of those living benefits, it's also the death benefit. And there's a lot of tax benefits that are, you know, incorporated in that, a lot of healthcare benefits. So really it comes down to us when we're doing our portfolio analysis for people, that's what we're looking at and making sure, okay, is there a need here? And it's not for everybody. And there's times too where we're like, oh man, I this person would be great for life insurance, but their health isn't good. So even sometimes when we want people to have it, they can't have it. So it really depends on the plan, what you're trying to accomplish. There's a lot to look at there. Reach out to Alicia, Josh, and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team right now and and start the conversation. Folks, it, it's like coming around the kitchen table, having a nice warm cup of coffee or a cold glass of iced tea, and having a conversation about your retirement. The phone number, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. More Retire Colorado after this. Not quite ready for a one-on-one meeting with Josh and Alicia? No problem. 
Join them and other like-minded soon-to-be retirees for dinner and discussion about retirement's biggest concerns. Sign up now by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet, as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text KIT to 970-519-2212. That's KIT to 970-519-2212. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group now by texting KIT to 970-519-2212. That's KIT to 970-519-2212. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. Did all that time off over the holidays make you want to stop going into work for good? If so, Josh and Alicia can help you put together a plan to see if this is the year you can finally retire. Give them a call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Well, there are so many big decisions that you have to weigh heading into retirement. We like to take one of those big decisions and really dive in and, and look at the pros and the cons. This is Retirement Yay or Nay, and this is Retire Colorado with Alicia and Josh Lewis from the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. The phone number to reach out to Alicia, Josh, and the team, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. All right, Alicia, Josh, we're going to uh, dive into Retirement Yay or Nay, planning to RV in retirement. And we know a lot of Coloradans uh, like to... I mean, heck, explore the outdoors. We've got a great state to do that in, but maybe you want to, you know, go further west or maybe you want to go east, but you don't want to do it, you know, always flying, but you want to have some comfort while you're doing it. Uh, Have you had clients that uh, get into the RVing in retirement? Oh my gosh. Yes. We have so many clients that do RVing. We have so many clients who thought that they wanted to do RVing <laughs> until they did RVing and they were like, whoa, we I need don't to sell my RV. <laughs> yep. Anytime somebody says, we think we want to get into RVing, what we recommend is go rent an RV, go try it. And there are honestly, because, you know, five years ago, there were, you know, RV across America or whatever, right. you know, these kind of larger you know brands where you could rent an rv now there's similar to like an airbnb structure where people rent out their private motor coaches so i mean there is such a big network of being able to rent out some really nice luxury rvs too because some of our clients come back and say well i was looking at this one and you know they get on these websites where you can design you know pick out the the upholstery and you know the woodwork three hundred thousand dollars right yeah you can least uh yeah and people get so caught up in that and it really kind of comes back to this idea of saying hey if you haven't done this before like give it a go before you drop six figures on something that you may or may not like right because there is an element of work behind it there's some effort you know i think 
we all see the Instagram posts, you know, where people are like living their best life under the awning of their RV, but you know, it doesn't capture the moment where their spouse and them almost got divorced because they just had a huge fight trying to back it into the campsite. Right. <laughs> so there's, there's a ton of things that go with that. So I think there, there's definitely some, some acclimation period, you know, we, we have, uh, just two completely different clients that they both love traveling and they both love traveling here in the United States. And one of them has this incredible motor coach, you know, that it's gorgeous and they're gone literally four, five, sometimes even six months of the year and they're living in that. So that is literally their home. While our other clients love RVing, but they're kind of more of the, we want to go for two weeks type of RVers. And so what they've actually, they sold their RV last year and they're like, you know what we just decided to do that. It was so much easier to drive, drive in our little car. You know, we can go 75 miles an hour on I-25 and, you know, kind of zip to wherever we're going. And we rent an RV that's fully stocked and ready to go, already backed up into the space that we want to go. And they even sometimes will pay people to move those, you know, depending on how large the RV is. So there's a lot of different options. And I think, you know, they looked at it as we had an RV and it was expensive, you know, between gas and insurance. And then where do you store it when you're not using it? But I mean, it, makes sense for them to do it that way. But our other clients that live in it four or five, six months of the year, it makes sense for them to own one. So it just kind of depends on what do you want your retirement to look like? Let's start planning around that. These are the conversations you're going to sit around the table with Alicia and Josh and the team at Lehman Lewis and have. And because if you want to explore the possibility once you've started retirement and all of a sudden maybe the RVing bug has has bitten you, well, Alicia and Josh can talk that through with you. And and A, do you have, if you're wanting to buy, do you have the money to do that? Uh, B, they'll probably, as I think as they've pointed out, gonna let's rent one first and then see how you like it. Uh, reach out to Alicia, Josh, and the team, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. All right, let's get to the pros and cons game. Josh, I'll let you start with some pros and cons of RVing. Okay. So honestly, if you live in an RV, I think your expenses are going to be relatively modest, right? Uh, you're going to look at rentals for your campsites. You're going to look at fuel, things like that. So sometimes you're actually going to be able to cut a lot of your overhead. But again, it depends on where you stay. There's a lot of variables that go with that. Um, But typically we see people buying less stuff, right? Less consumerism simply because you have less space to keep all of your stuff. So Not as much as those Amazon buys. Yeah, but Josh if you're looking if, at me like maybe we should borrow. Yeah, right. If you're driving that baby though, the eight to ten miles a gallon isn't very good, so you're going to probably not be driving it a lot. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the bigger cons, right? Because the whole idea of I think one of the pros of an RV is if you don't like the view, right, fire it up, go somewhere else. So you obviously get to go to a lot of different places, see a lot of different things that you might not normally see, you know, in your regular kind of travel. Um, And I think one thing we've definitely seen with a lot of our client families is like, oh, I'm going out to visit my sister, you know, it's graduation or my nephew's getting married or something like that. And then these folks can just roll up in the RV and they got their spot right there, right? So they're not taking up an extra bedroom. They're not, you know, adding to the burden of all these people coming in, you know, from out of town 
for Thanksgiving or whatever. They just got somebody, you know, whether you're parked in their driveway or, you know, at a campground a few miles away, you're still able to spend, you know, uh, time with family, friends, things like that, but you're not actually occupying real estate in their home. So I think that's, that's kind of a nice little, you know, attribute for people with RVs. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four. The phone number. Alicia and Josh have penned a book. It's called "Peace Out: Retire Into Your Go Go Years." It covers so many of the topics that we talk about here on the show, but goes more in depth. It's a little over one hundred and twenty pages. If you'd like your own copy, Alicia and Josh are going to give that to you digitally. And throw in some great guides. There's a checklist challenge. There's a social security decisions guide. To get your Retire Colorado toolkit, just text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. This is Retire Colorado, and we thank you for joining us here in northern Colorado and metro Denver. Alicia, what are some other factors to make sure that you understand before you lock yourself in to an RV retirement. Yeah. And so Josh got to go over the fun pros of <laughs> RVs. So some of the things that you definitely should look into is making sure that, um, Hey, do you really know how much an RV costs? Right. So they are pretty expensive to buy. Um, they, but it doesn't in there. Yeah. It does <laughs> not in there. There's the repairs are super expensive. Um, they do depreciate over time. And I think that that is uh, one thing that when people were buying RVs in, you know, 17, 18, 19, then 20 rolls around, RVs were like, people were selling their old RVs for more than what they paid for them. They were like, this is a, this is a great investment. So they bought another more expensive one and now they've depreciated a lot. So uh, storage can be really expensive. Uh, you know, of course, the the amount of fuel and uh, gas prices wherever you're traveling, that's that's going to be a little dent. Um, but also, there's a lot of things that you need to think of as far as insurance. You know, costs insurance costs are going to be uh, what it, what is your coverage. Especially if you do back over something while you're driving. Yeah. Here's another one I think that uh, makes it not quite as glamorous is making sure that both spouses can drive the RV. And uh, some people love that idea and some people hate that idea. But it is really important that both um, husband and wife can drive. Uh, And then, you know, think about... Are you going to be comfortable downsizing enough to live in that RV, whether it's full time or uh, half the year or whatever? That is a big adjustment going from a house to an RV, right? And, you know, how long are you going to be able to maintain that? The other thing is the cost of uh, campgrounds and places like that. Um, you know, we were talking to our clients who, RV a ton. And they were like, we cannot believe how much campgrounds have upped their rent. And, you know, it's, it's really on a daily and it's, it is very, very expensive to park it, uh, in a place that you have, you know, the water and the electric electric and all of that. Uh So it's, it's something, yeah, all these things are well, and vacancy is an issue too, right? I think, you know, after post-COVID, the, the demand for RVs went up quite a bit. People were, you know, trying to get outside and do those things. So I think a lot of those RV campgrounds obviously saw this opportunity to say, okay, well, we're, you know, we have zero vacancy. So now we're able to set a higher rate 
and we've kind of seen that trend continue to a certain extent. So I think vacancy, you know, rates are lower. So that allows these folks to upcharge, you know, just because the demand is still high. Do you want to hear one other crazy thing? Yeah, yeah. That I didn't know this until last year. Oh, yeah. Campgrounds will uh, typically only let you come into their campground if you have uh, a five-year or newer RV. Well, and there's different kind of rules, but yeah, they don't. Typically, if you have an older RV, you know, say 20 plus years, Mm -hmm. a lot of times they have to give you the thumbs up prior to making the reservation. So you might have to submit some photos or something like that. Isn't that wild? I had no idea. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you're all of a sudden you pull the trigger and you bought some used RV and it's 10 years old and then you're trying to go where you want to go and you can't. And then you're like, well, well, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the beauty of sitting down with with you all at Lehman Lewis and discussing topics like this, because, Alicia, uh, that's why we always say it's not set it and forget it retirement. When when there's a big life decision, you want to come in and sit down and talk about it. Well, that's what you guys do. And and that's why this is a relationship uh, that you're going to have over the course of those 25, 30 years of retirement. Absolutely. It's, you know, any <clears throat> you think about any big decision that you're making in life, even outside of, you know, retirement and these fun things, you think about just health, for example. If you go into a doctor and um, your doctor says, uh, you know what? We need to give you a transplant. You're not going to automatically be like, okay, let's sign me up tomorrow. You know, you're going to be talking with the experts about it and maybe getting a second opinion and, hey, you know, kind of figuring out what does that look like beforehand? What does that look like after the healing? You know, all these things, the same should go for your retirement where you're putting a lot of that effort and talking to people who uh, know the world of retirement. That is what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. We are specifically focused on that retirement planning. And so a lot of these things, people are like, I didn't, you know, I didn't even know that that would be a conversation to have with you. And that's why when we're really sitting down with people and even onboarding people and saying, okay, now you're, you're a family that we're working with. Here's the things that we want to talk with you about everything, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because again, the better we know you, the better we can advise you and work with you and, and create that retirement plan. That's going to complement what you want, what your, your dreams and desires are. That's the whole point of retirement. That's why you've worked so hard so that you can enjoy this chapter of your life. Start the conversation today, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. That's going to wrap up Retire Colorado for this week. Alicia, Josh, always great to spend the time with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Thanks. guys. you too. Hey there, this is Alicia Lewis. We hope you enjoyed the conversation today as much as we did and that you're feeling a little more confident about your retirement future. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to say hi, give us a call at 970-446-1234. We'd love to chat with you. And if you want to grab a copy of the retirement toolkit that we talked about, just shoot us a text and we'll send it over to you. Just text KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. We know retirement planning can be overwhelming, but with a little bit of help and a lot of laughs, we'll do our best to get you there. 
So until next time, thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial group. This radio show is a paid placement. The Peace Process is Lehman Lewis Financial Group's process name and does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principle.